Bush and Richie here. Welcome to another Daily Takeaway. Food-related, actually, one I want to chat to you about here. Obviously, um, if you're listening to this particular episode of the podcast, uh, close to the day it was recorded, it's hot right now, we'd all agree. Is that a song? <laughs> uh, it was Nelly did uh, It's Hot in Here. Yes, you should have opened the window. Yeah. Uh, but uh, tonight, uh, we've decided we're going to barbecue... Um, if you went to buy stuff for a barbecue, would it be really different to what Katie would buy for a barbecue? The reason I asked this is it was Natalie's idea to barbecue tonight, so she has gone and got all the stuff for the barbecue. I do not know what she's got, but I'm slightly concerned. Do you know what, obviously, my other half, Katie, is a vegetarian, so there's that. There's already that, then. So, you know, barbecuing some slightly disappointing vegetarian sausages. We all know what they look like. I mean, they do taste all right, but the look at the state of them after they've been barbecued for like 40 minutes, they still look frozen. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't. I, I would love to get involved in the whole kind of bris- just brisket stuff. Yeah. Brisket and yeah. pulled pork. But if you've got a vegetarian partner, it ain't going to happen in a million years. I don't know what she's going to come back with tonight. See, if it was me, I'd just be going root one. I'd be buying baps, burgers, squeaky cheese. I was going to say, I thought you were doing all the bees then. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she's a good cook, Natalie, though, isn't she? So you've got to trust. You've got to trust in the Italian heritage going on right there. You're right, but Italian and barbecuing is not necessarily hand in glove, <laughs> is it? We shall see. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. It is roasting hot today, very, very humid, and sadly, with hot weather, sadly becomes also as well ill behaviour. What I like to call heat crimes. <laughs> heat crimes. It's where people just do weird stuff that they normally wouldn't do because it's hot. So, for example, can I tell you what makes a little bit of sick go into my mouth? Go on. When people drive topless Ah. on a hot day. I've seen (laughs) loads of blokes driving around today, like, no shirts on, with that hot, like, uh, seatbelt on bare skin, roasting up with the windows down. What are you playing at? I can hear in my head and I can feel the sensation of a bare back ripping off a seat as it moves from the car. It's just disgusting. (laughs) It reminds me of my granddad's Austin Allegro, my granddad from Western Supermare, leather kind of plasticky seats that we used to have to be peeled off if we'd been on a family day trip to Swanage. <laughs> so I just want to know if you first out, because we've all been roasting together here today, uh, what other stuff is like a hot weather crime in your opinion? Are you willing to uh, investigate historical hot weather crimes? Uh, we'll be investigating everything. This is a, we'll, we'll be taken down, officers will be knocking on doors, that kind of thing. All done with the best of intentions, all done with the very best of intentions. But yesterday my mother-in-law hosted a roast. A no. Sunday roast. <laughs> Seriously, we, we we arrived because it was my father-in-law's birthday. The front That's door, no excuse. The front door was open, the back door was open. You could almost walk through the house just to get a breeze going. Um, and <laughs> it's all served up on a table and everyone's then going outside and eating it on a lap under like a garden parasol. So what, the, a roast dinner in the garden <laughs> in the middle of like a heat wave? Roast chicken, potatoes, yep, you got it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love a roast dinner and, I, you know, we squeeze one in at many different opportunities, but on one of the hottest days of the year... I couldn't believe it. It's a heat crime. It is a heat crime. Heat crime. So if you've noticed a heat crime, tell us about it, phone the incident desk and we will take it all seriously and you can remain anonymous. Catherine says, what about people in vests reaching for the bread at the back of the shelf, getting their armpit all over the loaves at the front. <laughs> Never even thought about that before. I didn't even know that was a thing. Now, that's changed the way I look at bread. 
That is a reason to go and buy a bread maker. That is absolutely Isn't it? disgusting. What a terrible thing. <laughs> There's a tweet here. Uh, years ago, one of the parents wore a bikini and a mesh see-through <laughs> throw uh, to pick up the kids from school. Days after, uh, the kids then brought a letter home from school advising parents of correct attire to wear whilst collecting their children. Imagine you're the person that's got a letter sent out to everyone else's parents. Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, Sai says shorts and a hoodie. Paul says people taking and posting pictures of an ice cold beer with the caption, oh, go on then. <laughs> Talking about heat crimes. People do weird stuff when it's hot weather. If you've seen any strange behaviour, tell us about it. AD in Halifax says not sure if this is a heat crime or not, but certainly strange behaviour. Not sure if the bloke was suffering from heat stroke or not, but I arrived early at the crematorium this afternoon for a funeral and got given a guided tour of what goes on backstage. No. I've literally seen things I thought I would never see. No way. What about that? People are acting wow. bizarrely. Uh, Steve is defending my mother-in-law's roast chicken uh, from yesterday that I reported as a crime. Yeah. Uh, saying a roast is fine, no matter how hot the day is. All washed down with a nice cup of tea, you weirdos. I've just heard that the heat officers have just turned up at your mother-in-law's house and <laughs> taken her down the station for questioning. Uh, Andy says, blokes wandering around without shirts on despite looking like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, Claire, you're reporting a crime. What is it, please? Um, a few years ago in Edinburgh, we went to Princess Street Gardens after work for a a post-work picnic slash cocktail on the grass and found a man sunbathing in his wife front. <laughs> you get this weird thing, don't you, where, where people go and sunbathe and they just seem to lose all sense of, like, what other people might think of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, we get this we get this here, you look out the window of our studio and there's a little golden square there and people go and will sleep in yeah. their underpants with, like, strangers having sandwiches around them. It's mad. It was the weirdest thing, and we were sort of questioning ourselves because nobody else seemed to be reacting to it either. Claire, I, I, I think in this occasion I will speak for Bush here as well without uh, checking. There are many times when we will try and reason with someone on the phone and go, oh, but you, you need to think, maybe they were thinking this. I can't find any justification for that. There's no justification. <laughs> oh, I'm glad it wasn't just me then. <laughs> and on a hot day, if you close your eyes, can you still see his wife fronts? Um, yeah, because a picture showed up on my phone the other day. Oh, so you took a picture, right, it's a memory, right, fair enough. Cat <laughs> says, people have their toes hanging over the front of their sandals when they have no business wearing that size. <laughs> Lucy's emailed to say, just seen a lady picking her child up from nursery wearing a bikini. I'm going to have to mention one that I know that I have committed, uh, but it was decades ago, but Andrew says, people that move the sofa and fridge out of the front of their house, what's that all about? What's that? Oh, you put it out in the front garden yeah, or back yeah, garden? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where have you been living? <laughs> I did it as a student. Wow. I vividly remember doing it towards the end of the terms. You know, when you've got the exams out of the way, it's hot and all that kind of thing. Lectures are off. Do you know what? That is a good point. I remember, weirdly, we went up to visit my friend Lewis in Edinburgh. Really hot day. We, we took the his furniture out into the back garden and play Pro Evo soccer on his telly <laughs> out in the back garden. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I could do that tonight. It'd be great. Um, Kerry, uh, a heat crime, please. Um, for me, the biggest one is when someone goes in for a hug. You know, you're greeting them or oh. saying goodbye and, and the arms open and you see the sweat and you just think, eee. I, I remember, <laughs> I totally agree with you. I remember giving someone a hug, it must have been a couple of years ago now, um, hot weather and they're side of forehead sweat, side of forehead sweat, oh, no. stayed on the side of my cheek and I had to pretend for the rest of the conversation I was completely fine. It's awful. Or, or if you're 
hand accidentally touches their back and the T-shirt's wet or something. Oh. Now, Kerry, <laughs> I'm going to have to disagree with both of you. Oh, yeah. really? You I... like a hot hug? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think both of you need to go in for what I would call like a, a 75% hug, a third gear hug. Why is just, a third gear just hug? Just dial it down. How? Just dial it down. It's not as tight. It's not as warm an embrace. What are you thinking of this, Kerry? I could cope with maybe, you know, like almost like the French kiss where there's no actual contact. Yes. I think I could cope with that. But then even so, we're dealing with breath and stuff. I think <laughs> yeah. it's a big no-no. Obviously, it's, it's fine with the Bikram embracer over there. Likes a bit of cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call me on the forums. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We are going off for a little show holiday later this week off to La Rochelle. But it's work. My other half, Katie, was suggesting... She, she used the word jolly. It's not a jolly. It's not a jolly. This is hard work, isn't it? It is. It's a fact-finding homage for the home-time listeners, for us to go and find out what Lara Show was all about because we all went through those trickle or textbooks together. It is not a jolly. It is a fact-finding homage. And with that in mind, we're going to put ourselves on the line when we're over there. We're not just going to sit there in a hotel and broadcast. No, we're not interested. In that we want to go back through that trickle or textbook and French languages GCSEs from back in the day and put ourselves in those role playing situations that we'd have done through listening to an audiobook before, but now we can go and do them in real life. That doesn't sound like a jolly, does it? It's not a jolly in a million years, no. Katie. Be listening directly to her for you, Katie. <laughs> so, what is French for that is not a jolly? Do get in touch about that. So, say no part on jolly. I'd like that. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I'm worried you're the only one who can speak any French in this whole <laughs> situation. Stick with me, you'll be fine. Good for you. Uh, so what are we going to do? Uh, it, it is up to you, OK? We've, we've all been through these textbooks together. We've heard about La Rochelle, so we all know what's going on out there. So what do you want us to do? It's up to you what you hear us do on Thursday and Friday's show. We want to immerse ourselves in those classic role-play situations that you will remember from doing languages. I, I mean, I remember we used to watch a... Uh, Program in French lessons where Joe Brown, the singer, do you remember Joe mm -hmm. Brown? He used to, he was he did this tour of France, weirdly like learning languages. But a lot of it was him hanging around French markets and loudly and cockney asking for fruit and veg. <laughs> so I think maybe going to a fruit and veg stall might be quite good. They've that always got lovely good. markets over there, haven't they? It's going to be hot while we're over there as well. So I think visiting the swimming pool, la piscine, Go. would be would be wanted if you guys wanted us to do that. That'd be good. Yeah. Go check out the local piscine. That'd be good. Plus, there, there's going to be social videos, so if you want to see us in the piscine as well, then that's the chance, isn't it? See, I've got, I've got it previous with French <laughs> swimming pools. <laughs> Just because they make you wear, like, really tiny swimming trunks. It's really weird. What's wrong with you over there? Don't send us to the piscine. Please. Uh, Alison is saying there's the Sea Life Centre. Yes. That'd be a nice idea. Uh, says, my husband and I went. Uh, he said to me, leave this to me. My French is better than yours. I'll get the tickets. Uh, he then went and bought us 12 tickets. Oh, my word. That sounds like something I might do. <laughs> Proper, we're after proper good old school GCSE role playing scenarios that you might have had an exam on at some point. Get in touch, 8 12 15. In the meantime, uh, obviously, I've got my bum bag. Mm -hmm. Been talking about it last week Smart. on the show. I'm going to be wearing my green Puma bum bag that we uh, we bought on the show a few months back now. Quite camo, isn't it? Very camo. I'll have all me, uh, me Franks in there, me Gaulois, mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff whilst I'm walking around France. Felt bad that you wouldn't Your have. Franks? Yeah. <laughs> but I felt bad that you would... I can't be walking around with a bum bag and you not have one. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because we're a partnership in this thing. We're going over there together. So, do you know what we've done, Richie? Just a little treat for you. Gone online tail end of uh, last week. And we've bought you a bum bag as well. 
So, do you want to open it now? Because you can wear this whilst I'm walking around with my green Puma one on. Listeners, I'm receiving the bang bag, uh, bin bag. <laughs> I might be a bin bag. That's, to a, be slight, that's a slight on it. <laughs> I'm receiving the bum bag. I'm not saying thank you yet because I've not seen it. Have a little look. I think you'll absolutely love it. It's, it's you. It's very much you. Is it indeed? And this will just clip round your waist. I'll put mine on there, actually. Don't the kids wear it over the shoulders these days? I'm not dealing. I'm just on holiday. <laughs> Here we go. Let's tighten that up. How much have you uh, spent on this? It's a fair bit of the show budget. That's well wrapped. I've no idea what this is yet. Oh, my goodness. Is you like it? Right, the label... I think it's you. It's definitely you. <laughs> <laughs> still live, aren't we, right now? We are still yeah, live. Yeah, right. Faux leather... <laughs> Faux it. leather tassels, look at that! Yes, look at that. <laughs> it's so... It's an amazing thing. It, it looks like uh, if Lovejoy was to have a bum bag, it would be that. It's leather, it's got tassels on it, like you might get on the back of a leather jacket for a country singer. Oh, mate, you're going to look a million dollars over there. How's that? You look like Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. What a trip it's going to be. Uh, Richard has tweeted to say, it looks like Richie's just scalped Michael Fabricant. It's too you that, hasn't it? Oh, my God, it's so funny. <laughs> you're go you're going over the shoulder with it as well, which I didn't expect you to be so street. I thought I'd have it round the waist, but... Do you know enough. what I'm going to have to be honest about, right? I know that you've bought this for La Rochelle. I know you've bought this for La Rochelle, but today is so hot. You know, I normally come in with the world's biggest rucksack. Yeah, big train driver's bag you've got, haven't you? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Today, I kind of thought, I don't want to have anything on my back. It's so hot. So I've, I've travelled in with the essentials today. It's barely anything, but I've got no bag. I think I'll use this on the way home. Keys, wallet, watch, the whole thing in there. It's perfect, <laughs> it's isn't already. it? already. Amazing. We want to hear from you as to what we should be doing. What do you want to hear us do in La Rochelle uh, later this week when the show comes live from France? Uh, Nick says, I'd love to hear you haggle over the price of a piece of cheese uh, on a market stall. I'd absolutely love to do that, even though I can't speak any French. Emma says, ask a local what time the bank closes and where are the public toilets? <laughs> uh, Ian, what do you want to hear us do? Well, I mean, obviously, whilst you're out in the streets you've got to to ask people who are the bibliotheque yes and then uh, in order to get there it seems only fair that you should go dance like autobus that's a good point so that i mean that is a, i mean i remember that in my gcse french exam exactly that scenario that's perfect well, not a problem. I, I look forward to hearing you uh, traversing La Rochelle. There's all. There's almost. There's almost sort of like a beauty in going to the bibliotheque on the autobus with the Tricolor book and going into that library for those who can't speak French. Yeah. And returning a Tricolor to its spiritual home in a La Rochelle library. Like releasing a dove back into the sky. <laughs> exactly that. But, I'm, you know, that I get confused. It would be a beautiful thing. Although I get confused even getting on a British bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary as hell. French bus, not speaking French, recipe for disaster. Ah, it's makes an adventure. Well, think of it like that, Ian. Thank you. Matthew has texted, uh, you've got to go somewhere and say to a local there is a pencil on that table. La Caen. On la table. Sur la table. Sur la table. It's coming back it's to coming you. It's coming back. This is it. <laughs> We're going to be all right. It's happening, guys. It's happening. Uh, Nicola from Dartford says, Bush and Richie, you should take the guy that gave you the Tricolor book with you. It's a good point, good old Jed. Yeah. Uh, he's not going. <laughs> uh, you should go along to moderate your French speaking. Also, I agree with Katie, Bush's other half. It is a jolly. 
It's not a jolly. It's not a jolly. This is hard work, mate. Do if you know it mean? was a jolly, we wouldn't be planning it, would we? We are improving cultural relations between the United Kingdom and France. They're all commenting on this faux leather tasseled bum bag. It's beautiful. It's <laughs> a beautiful you thing. Have spent show budget on uh, ahead of our trip to La Rochelle this week. Do you know what that, that, that bum bag reminds me of? And I urge you to go and look at the photo of Richie wearing it on at Absolute Radio on Twitter. You know, you get them leather shops when you go on holiday, they do like tasseled. <laughs> Tassel leather jacket. Have you smelt it? I, I don't think that's it. leather. It does not smell of leather. Given the, the price, I think there's a, there's a fair <laughs> chance it's not leather. It looks like um, it doesn't smell of anything. Does it doesn't it? sound like leather either. Ruffle it on the mic. It looks like um, Bungle from Rainbow's been decommissioned. <laughs> it looks like Bungle from Rainbow has gone through a shredder. <laughs> the state of it. Um, oh, Emma says, wait. ask a local what time the bank closes and where are the public toilets? We need something a little bit with a little bit of substance to it for what we're going to be doing while we're out there. What do you want to hear us doing? And Joe is channelling pure school French exchange. He sent a photo of a flick comb. Do you remember these things? This classic 80s, yes. a flick knife, but was actually just a hair comb. <laughs> he says you've got to get one of these or at least let some bangers off at the beach. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Good to have your company and as Tesco Mobile Send us to La Rochelle in honour of the iconic GCSE French textbook Tricolore at the tail end of this week. They also want to send you on a family holiday too. It's all because this summer Tesco Mobile have no roaming fees in the EU and beyond, spanning over 48 destinations. Take your minutes, text and data and use your phone just like you do at home but with no extra costs. Uh, now, if you want to uh, win your summer holiday, thanks to uh, Tesco Mobile, uh, head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash win. That's where you'll find all the uh, full terms and conditions. Someone who has done just that is uh, Elizabeth. How are you, Elizabeth? I'm good, thank you. You okay? What type of hot weather stuff have you been doing today? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I've put I've put out a tiny um, paddling pool just to dip my feet in. That's about as exciting as it gets. Okay. <laughs> now uh, you gave your views very explicitly on Friday's show about paddling pools. Bush. This is very awkward. How many dead water boatmen were in there and like grass and all? Is it water boatmen? Those weird insects that like float yeah, around. I found one. There was one. Yep. Yeah. But there was like. Like a centipede in there or something like that as well. It's just no, weird. it wasn't that bad. Well, Elizabeth, let's hope yeah. things are going to get a little bit better than a than a grassy paddling pool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's explain the rules to you. We're going to give you three multiple choice questions. Get one out of three correct, you're going to win your flights. Get two out of three correct, you're going to win your flights and a hotel. Get three out of three correct, you win your flights, your hotel, and some spending money as well. All right, okay. all makes sense? Yep. Right. right. Good luck. Let's go for your questions. Right, then, here we go. Question one, then, Elizabeth. What is the capital of Italy? Is it A, Rome, B, Turin, or C, Porto? Um, A, Rome. Correct. You've yes. won your flights. Well done. Question <laughs> two. Lath Ramblath. Oh, dear. <laughs> Las, Las Ramblas is a famous street in which city? Is it A, Marseille, B, Copenhagen, or C, Barcelona? Barcelona. Correct. You're right, there you go. Let's flights in a hotel, what about that? Question three, then, for the full sweep, <laughs> flights, hotel, and some spending money. Which country's flag has black, red, and yellow stripes on it? Is it A, Germany, B, France, or C, Sweden? Germany. 
You're right. Flights, hotels, spending money, congratulations. You've won all thanks to Tesco Mobile. Thank you so much. <laughs> Who'd have thought when you were sat there soaking your verrucas in that tiny paddling pool in your back garden, <laughs> your evening would take such a turn? <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, yeah, that's no, amazing. Thank you. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. It's a hot old morning this morning coming back from Heathrow Airport. Ooh. Let me explain what was going on. For the second time in a fortnight, for the second time in two weeks... I had been dropping one of my children to Heathrow Airport for them to fly off to sunnier climes, only for me to return home, or in this case, return to go and do a day's work. Muggins over there. Muggins over there. Do you know what? And it was the realisation... I mean, you know, different child, but the same thing going on. I'm thinking to myself, do you know what? They're living a better life than I am right now. I think the scouse phrase my nan used to use was, you don't know you're born. (laughs) Kids these days don't know the born. Two weeks ago, off he goes. Charlie goes off on his little uh, two-week football tour to Italy. Today, Caitlin's off to Switzerland for a week. And, I mean, with all due respect, here I am stood here with you. Well, we do have La Rochelle. <laughs> well, we There's do. always La Rochelle. <laughs> we do. And I will be spamming pictures <laughs> of La Rochelle. Well, that's not a jolly. It's, it's definitely not it's a jolly. It's jolly. proper hard work. Do you ever have that realisation? You sit there and you kind of think to yourself, I'm in a better life than I am. Well, my eldest daughter, Erin, in the past four days has been on a school trip to London Zoo. There you go. Had a great time. There you go. And then tomorrow, she's going to watch the, uh, the Women's Euros. There you go. Game at one o'clock in the afternoon. Great fun. My entire school career in terms of school trips, we went to Morwellum Quay and watched a bloke in a tunic make a barrel. It's awful. <laughs> now, that was I'll, it. I'll hold my hands up and say I did go on a school trip to a football match. It was England versus Holland, but we got there at half time because the coach was late. Oh my word, that's awful. <laughs> that's terrible. That's bad planning, that, isn't it? That would haunt me. If you are in a situation right now where you've got this reala- realisation that your kids are actually having a better time than you are right now, tell us what they've been up to compared to what you're doing. Did you drive back home after you dropped Caitlin off or did you have to get that absolutely awful tube all the way into uh, today uh, we went on the the train together went right. on the uh, the Lizzie line because it's air conditioned I kind of thought oh you know that's we, not bad yeah, that's alright but then once I dropped her there I'm tight so I'm thinking right I'm not going back on the Elizabeth lines Dear. Not made of money. So I got on the tube, got on the Piccadilly line back. Oh, there's, there's no great leveller than... <laughs> like, you think, oh, we'll just, you know, just a few stops. It's like an hour and a bit, isn't it? it, it it's, it's pretty much an hour, and <laughs> I, I, I was cooking. Really so, yeah. hot on there. So the direct opposite of having fun exactly. abroad. Jeremy says, my daughter has been to Orlando on a cruise in the last three months Ooh. and is going to Israel with her school tomorrow. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of us are off to Hailing Island this weekend for one night. Oh, dearie me, it can't get worse, doesn't it? Uh, Sarah in Plymouth says, I'm having tragic flashbacks to Morwellan Keys right now, trying to fit my slightly portly eight-year-old body into the stupid Victorian costumes. So, so what was it, for those of us who haven't had this treat? I just can't... All I remember was going into a pretend mine and watching some bore of a bloke <laughs> dressed like the olden days make a barrel. And even as a kid, I was thinking, I'd love, I'd love to just push him in the mine now. Do you know what I mean? Just make him stop. It's ridiculous. Uh, Jill says, kids on holiday. Number one, son. Just got back from two weeks visiting three cities in the US. Oh. Month before, he was in Budapest. Next week, he's off to Madrid. I've got a week in the Lake District books in September. Where did I go wrong? The worst thing about it is, right, I'm there thinking to myself, I'd call him Alan Wicker. I'd say, all right, Alan Wicker, but he wouldn't even know who he is. (laughs) But there's no modern... Who is the modern... All all right there. Do you know what I mean? Alan Wicker, 
Do the Charmers, even that one's been Even that one's now. gone. The game's gone in terms of uh, the, the you know regular traveller. 8, 12, 15 for your text. Uh, there's two things you can you can text <laughs> in on. One, if your kids have got a way more interesting life than you have right now. And two, if you've got an up-to-date Alan Wicker or Judith Charmers reference. All right, Phileas Fogg. We got ourselves in a right old muddle earlier as uh, we were all agreeing that uh, quite often it gets to a stage in life where the kids are having more adventures and more fun than you are. They are. Taking uh, two of my kids to Heathrow uh, in the last uh, fortnight. Not gone anywhere. Don't plan to go anywhere. <laughs> uh, they're having a great old time. Uh, we were trying to work out who is the modern day celebrity that gets about. Because the whole thing is, is like, all right, it's part of being a dad or a parent, isn't it? Going like, all right there, Bamba Gascoigne. Yeah. Well, there's another old one. If they're doing brainy or whatever, you know, answering questions. But there's no, there's no, like, Alan Wicker, the kids don't know who that is now. So who's the modern travel person? Uh, well, Jasmine and Coco say today's Alan Wicker is Jane McDonald, always cruising around for Channel 5. They say they're on the way to the Amex right now for the England match up the Lionesses. Agreed. Good on you. Keith in Newport says, well, about Carl Pilkington, an idiot abroad. He's, been a, he's a friend of the show. That would be that would work. That yes. is a good show as well. I don't think even Carl Pilkington is seeing himself, though, as the, uh, the new Jew the Charmers. <laughs> Graham the Posty says, just finishing my overtime, Joe Lysett is the new travel man. Kids will know him, surely. Another friend of the show. Yes. Always has a bum bag too. And then Simon in Glasgow says, Michael Palin. I mean, I had his Round the World in whatever it was days on VHS cassette, mate. I think that one's dated still. I don't think he's current. Probably the only other current Michael that could lay claim to it is him of the uh, him of the red chinos and blazers, oh. uh, that, that Michael Portillo. Really? Is that where we're at these days? <laughs> he's the most current travel person. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. So there you go, is another Daily Takeaway in the bag. Let's return very quickly to what we were talking about at the very start. Richie is having a barbecue this evening. What about, is it too late to do that thing? I did it ages ago and haven't done it since. Will you stick a, a can of beer up a chicken's backside? Whoa. Do you know what? I've actually got um, a chicken stand to... Um, Mount the chicken on before you yeah. um, ram the can up its backside. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever done in my life. Like hearing grunting come from the kitchen, yeah. and it's me putting a can of neck oil as far as I can up a chicken's ass. <laughs> if you heard that in isolation, my goodness, what an introduction to the show. <laughs>